Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Three hundred and sixty-four days ago, this team stood here and laid out how Massachusetts was going to reopen the economy one step at a time. It was a major step forward after several long months of despair. Back then, effective vaccines were just an idea. About seven months after that, when the vaccine became a reality in December, we laid out how Massachusetts would vaccinate 4.1 million people by the spring. Massachusetts, <coughs> excuse me, it is official. Massachusetts is back open. We're, we're, we're well, a couple of weeks away, but Memorial Day weekend, <coughs> we're back. And you know what that means? Booze is back. Going into bars, getting drunk, everything that I would care about. Heading up to the beach where I live in Revere and going into a bar and getting drunk. Fantastic. Liquid lunch is back. And I love it. But for real, I'm really excited that finally, and ahead of time, then we're going to open up Massachusetts until August. Then yesterday, uh, uh, the CDC and the federal government, here's what happened. Yesterday, the, the, we heard this yesterday from the CDC. The CDC, uh, uh, what well, wasn't yesterday, it was, it was Thursday of last week. The CDC says, hey, we're open. We're going to open things up. They made a dramatic twist. And this is what comes out. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. So this all happened really fast. Yesterday's program was about the United States being open again. And it all happened quick. On last Wednesday, the director of the CDC was in front of the Senate. She was getting grilled. She was getting her butt kicked. And then the very next day, she comes out and says, America is open. If you've been vaccinated, you can go about your business. It makes everybody feel like it was a little weird because for months and months and months, people are not for months and months and months. Here's what's here's what was happening for months and months and months. Here's here's a senator from Louisiana. You're vaccinated and everybody else is in the room is vaccinated, but you're wearing a mask. The American people just lost just lost patience with us. We did. We lost patience. We couldn't understand why our leaders have been vaccinated, but yet they still wear masks. We don't understand why our governor comes on and he has a mask on, but he's been vaccinated. Why does the CDC director have a, a, a mask on when she's been vaccinated? It made it seem shady. We looked at it and said, huh, well, maybe we don't want to get vaccinated. I mean, maybe it doesn't really work because if our leaders still have their masks on, then maybe the vaccine doesn't work. And then the very next day after getting a butt kicking by the Senate, they make a dramatic change. Apparently, they were given science that they didn't have the day before. Apparently, a, uh, a report got dropped in her lap and it made her change her mind overnight that we could go back out and <clears throat> everything was fine. What really happened, in my belief, is two things. It's twofold. What really happened is they realized that if they flipped the script on you and said, hey, 
You want to get back to normal, get a vaccination because no one was getting vaccined. No one was getting the vaccination. Not enough people were getting vaccinated and not enough people were showing up for the second vaccine. So they flipped it on you and said this. They flipped it and Joe Biden said this. Oh, hold on. The rule is very simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. So Joe gave us an ultimatum. He said, hey, get vaccinated or you're going to be wearing a mask until you do. And now that's what everybody's doing. All of a sudden, magically, overnight, everything is okay. Massachusetts wasn't going to open up until August 5th or until August 1st. But then, boom, magically, the CDC says open up. Joe Biden says open up. Get your vaccine and you can go back to normal. And now Massachusetts is back to normal. Here's more from our governor, Ching, uh, Ching, King Charlie Baker. We said since day one that we'll get through this together because the people in Massachusetts are strong, kind, and willing to sacrifice to help their neighbor. And thanks to all your work, we're willing to take the next step forward together. Effective May 29th, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts will lift all industry, COVID restrictions, and capacity limits. So on May 29th, Massachusetts is back open. Businesses are open. Stadiums, 100% capacity. Concerts, parades. Fourth of July hopefully isn't canceled yet. Maybe they can still have the fireworks show. I don't know. All I know is 100% we're back open. But I want you to understand what's happening and what is going to happen. Please understand the reason why they made the flip-flop is so that you'll get vaccinated. Now, I, am, I don't have a strong opinion on, on vaccination. If you want to get vaccinated, go ahead. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't. In the United States of America, you get the right to choose. If a woman gets to choose whether or not she gets to get an abortion, I get to choose whether or not I want to get a vaccine or not. It's my choice. It's the, this is what, what freedom is all about. So I don't care what you do. But the government does. They tried giving out money to get you vaccinated. They tried saying it's your patriotic duty. Then what they did is, what, what I like to do with my son is I put it right in my son's lap. I, I just like a good dad. I'm like, all right, bud, you decide. Why don't you decide what you want to do? And then you'll deal with the consequence. So Joe Biden, the father of America, the great and powerful wizard of America, comes out and says, okay, here's the ultimatum. You don't want to wear the mask anymore? You don't have to if you get vaccinated. If you want to continue wearing the mask, don't get vaccinated. The choice is yours. That will motivate a lot of people to go out and get vaccinated. And then they went out to the states and said, hey, let's open up. Let's put the power in the hands of the Americans. Now, the next thing that happens, they should have did this a long time ago, by the way. Right when the vaccine was ready to go, they should have said, hey, here's the deal. Take the vaccine. You're going to get back to normal. Wear the mask. But no, they spooked everybody by getting vaccinated and continue to wear masks. Now, here's the next thing. And it's already being talked about. How are we going to know if someone's been vaccinated? How do I know someone's going to pay attention to the honor system? How do I know if this person that's in my business without a mask is vaccinated? Well, right now, Joe Biden and all the liberal mutants are saying, oh, oh, it's the honor system. That'll go away real fast when there is a story in the news about there being an uptick in COVID. There, there, something will happen where Joe Biden will come out and say, I'm so sorry. It's unfortunate. But we're going to have to mandate COVID IDs because there are Americans that aren't being honest. This is what they'll do. This is how they get rid of guns. It's, they get rid of guns when a mass when a mass killing happens. They go, oh, oh, guns kill people. No, fucking people kill people. And then when there are assholes 
that, that go around other people and say that they've been vaccinated but haven't been vaccinated and spread the virus. They're going to come out and go, oh, 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 we need vaccine IDs. They'll force you into it. They'll make you want it. Because all of the honor system, you get it? So that's what they're doing. But hey, I don't care because we're back open. We're up. We're open for business. Massachusetts is back. Here's the governor. The science shows that vaccinated people are well protected against the virus and unlikely to spread COVID. Effective May 29th, the face covering order will also be rescinded. The department will advise all vaccinated residents that it's safe to go back to doing the things we all used to do before this pandemic. There it is. The governor and the, the Department of Public Health here in Massachusetts are going to advise that anyone that's having a vaccine can get back to normal. This will make people get their vaccine. Me, personally, I, I told you, I, I'm kind of here nor there. I got to go to the doctors in a few days for my for a physical. And if the doctor's like, hey, we got the vaccine, you want to take it? I'll probably just do it. I don't, I don't care. Honestly, I'm 42 years old. I'm, I'm a healthy man. I don't think I need it. I didn't get COVID the whole time. I worked the whole time. I was around people the whole time. I, I haven't got it. And I, and I don't think I'm going to get it. And if I do, I think I'll survive. But fuck it. If it means I don't have to wear the mask anymore, maybe I'll get it. But I don't have a strong opinion on it. I do have a strong opinion on vaccine identification. I don't think people should be forced to prove whether or not they've been vaccinated. It's like, imagine if you had AIDS and every time you went into a convenience store, you had to pull out a card that said, hey, I have AIDS, just so you know, or I don't have AIDS. Every time you go into a store, hey, hey you know, every time you imagine you got to pull out the card, like, yeah, I got herpes. Every time you met someone, you're like, hey, yep, yeah, just so you know, I got herpes. I mean, you should do it. You should be, it shouldn't be an asshole. You should tell somebody, but whatever. Do you get my point? It's discrimination. You can't discriminate. You can't keep people out of your business because of sex. You can't keep p- people out of your business because of their color or because they're fat, because they're uh, their religion. And you can't keep people out of your fucking business because they've been vaccinated or not. And you don't have the right to ask. You don't. Plain and simple. And then if enough people are vaccinated, it's not even going to be a problem anyways, which is something I don't understand. If you've been vaccinated and it allegedly works, then what the fuck do you care what I do? Why do you care? Who cares what I do? You're good. You're vaccinated. If you're so strong about it and you've got your COVID uh, vaccine, don't talk to me. Here's the governor again. The temporary limits and restrictions imposed on the private sector and on individuals were the most difficult decisions I've ever had to make. The loss and the isolation so many of our friends and families experienced is likely to impact all of us for a very long time. The Commonwealth was tested. Employers, small businesses, hospitals, healthcare workers, and first responders were pushed to the edge. But together, we all fought back. Made changes as the facts on the ground changed and never, ever stopped moving forward. It is, it, it's true, it, it, it's sad. A lot of people did die. So I, that, yes, that, that's awful. A lot of businesses will never be back. Uh, small businesses, there are small businesses that you will never see again. People's livelihoods crushed. Now, the, I think that the livelihoods being crushed is on the government. I don't think the government should have ever shut anything down. I don't think this country should have been shut down. I think that the, the federal government and the state government should be held liable for people that lost their businesses due to the COVID shutdowns. Now, I'm not talking about free handouts like, oh, here's, here's money, shut up. I'm talking there should be a lawsuit 
against the United States of America, against the states, a class action lawsuit for small business owners that lost their business because the government forced lockdowns, because the government forced to shut buildings down, forced to screw people. So I don't have a, I don't have a problem with the government getting sued on that. I blame the government. When he talks about businesses getting screwed, you could have left businesses open. People could have went out. Nothing would have mattered. People would have been fine. People could have still gone to businesses or they could have decided for themselves. I could have made the decision and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to a restaurant. It's my choice. Or I don't want to go to a restaurant. That's my choice. So the fact that there were 30 million plus small businesses throughout the United States of America that got shut down, that is solely on the government. 100% on the government. And there should be some kind of retribution for these businesses that got shut down and will never be open. Not to mention, will never be open again because they're closed. Not to mention that you're not going to be able to replace their income. A small business owner that, that has a successful business is probably making somewhere, I'm talking for his pocket, not profit, like I'm saying what he's paying himself, probably paying himself 100 grand a year. And that sustains his family and his mortgage. <clears throat> now he can't pay that because in the, when he goes back out into the workforce, it's 13 bucks an hour, 13.50 an hour. He's got to move up. You got to stop from the, like, I, listen, I know this. I have a business that was, that was ridiculously impacted by COVID. Take Junk was, was crushed by COVID. It, it was just decimated. And now I, I listen, I still have it. I still run it, but it's going away. And I work a part-time job. I make thirteen fifty working at WEI. You got to build yourself from the bottom up. Honey, watch out for that so it doesn't fall. For, from the bottom up. Is the government going to replace that? They can't. They can, there's not even enough jobs for these people. Here's the last piece from the governor. We are now prepared and protected, and we can move forward together. Thank you. There, we are prepared and protected. Just like that. Overnight. We are prepared and protected. All right, from day one, if you got vaccinated and, and the science says that you're safe, you should have got back to normal. They wasted so much time, so much time, so much energy, so many businesses and lives got affected by the wait time, by the holding off. It's honestly, it's ridiculous that they waited this long. If they knew that the vaccine was safe back then, anybody that got vaccinated should have been A-OK and go, and like I said from the top, they shouldn't have been lockdowns anyways. Boston, the Boston mayor agrees, and she is reopening the city of Boston the same day the state. COVID data trends in Boston continue to move in the right direction. I am making the decision to align with the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and lift the COVID restrictions on May 29th. There you have it. Boston's back open. Massachusetts is back open. The United States of America is back open. I'm happy that we're open, but we cannot turn our back and we cannot uh, turn a silent ear or, or close our eyes to what we lost. We lost freedoms. We, we changed the way we vote in the United States of America. The way we vote got flipped upside down on its ass. Mail-in ballots was a disaster. Mail-in ballots led to ballot harvesting, led to fucked up elections, led to people voting that we, we had no idea who was voting, where the ballots went. People, someone living in Ohio was voting in Ohio and they were voting in New York. Thank God for people like the Florida governor, uh, Ron DeSantis, at, with, his, with, it, with the fact that now down in Florida, they have new election laws where you need an ID to vote. But the whole way we vote is changed. 
From here on out, you will always get a ballot sent to you in your mail. And you'll be able to go to the poll and vote. And then you'll send your mail-in ballot and you'll have no clue. Your mom have been dead for five years, but you got a ballot and she'll get the vote. Because a Democrat, a, a liberal mutant will show up at your house, help you fill that out while they ballot harvest all through the city and drop it off. So the way we vote has been changed. Soon, you'll be carrying around paperwork to prove that you are that, that, or on your phone to prove that you've been vaccinated. Let me see your papers. The way governments lock city, cities down, the way they can just shut down businesses, the way they give out money, it's coming. They're going to be doing handouts forever. It's not going to go away. Starting in uh, July, you're going to be getting 350 a month for your kids. Now, I understand that you'd get that back at tax time, but, but you have to understand that the stimulus turns into a, a, a monthly handout that turns into universal income because it turns into people don't want to work and the government and the Democrats will give them money. It's like the unemployment has changed. Unemployment used to be a state thing. It was an insurance thing. You paid into it. Well, now they give you an extra 300 on top. They give you an extra 600 on top. That shit doesn't go away. You forget about that. You forgot about all the businesses that will never, ever be open again and the lives that got changed. And then wait till the down the road effect, because the down the road effect will be a massive housing crash. And I'm telling you why. The banks will reset. Once everything is back to normal, and they say, oh, you have to stop paying your mortgages again. Well, there are people that haven't paid their mortgage for over a year. So the, the government will say, okay, they will mandate that all banks take that, those months and put it at the end of your mortgage. Great. A nice reset for all. But guess what happens? People are still out of work. The small business owners that, that, that lost his business, still 30 million. 30 million fucking businesses still can't afford to pay his mortgage. So after the reset, three months after the reset, properties are going to start going into default. People who couldn't pay their mortgage in the first fucking place before the pandemic that were already in default will still be in default. So you have the normal bums that are going to be in default. Then you'll have the hardworking guys that lost their business because of the government shutdown that will be in default. This time next year, banks will be foreclosing. on. They won't know what the fuck to do. And the government wants that. Why? Because they want low affordable housing. They're not going to say, they, listen, they could save all of you. They could literally save all of you doing mark to market. What's a mark to market? They could go out and they could say, all right, let the market crash and then force the banks. They could say, yep, we're going to do mark to market. We're going we're to force all the banks to make your mortgage worth what the house was worth. So right now you're buying a house worth $700,000. A year and a half from now, boom, boom, boom. Market's going to tank. Your house going to be worth $500,000. You get a mortgage on a fucking $700,000 house. Now the government could come in and say, now, nah, mark to market. And what that means is the banks would have to drop their mortgage that you took out for $700,000 to $500,000 to the market level and give you an affordable uh, mortgage on, a, on, on what the house is really worth. But they won't do that. They'll let the market crash. They'll let you lose your house. They will most certainly bail out the banks, but not you. They will give money to the banks after the crash, just like they did in 2008. They will do it again. But you'll all lose your fucking homes, and homes will be affordable again. Homes will be cheap. It will drop. Of course, it may go back up, but I'm just telling you, watch for that. All right.
I could go on and on and talk about this, but I, I want to get to another topic. So if you guys want to bounce out, I don't care because we are certainly not alone. Here in, the, here in the United States of America, the Senate is requesting, the U.S. Senate is requesting a report on UFOs. They want to know if we are alone. They want to know. So what you're telling me is that UFOs, unidentified flying objects, are real. The government has already stated for the record that they're real. I'm not telling you that. The United States government is telling me that. Whoa! <laughs> I've all... Listen, let me tell you this. I think you're a complete moron and an ass if you don't think that there's um, UFOs. If you don't think there's aliens. If you don't think... If you think that we're the most intelligent species in the Milky Way, in the galaxy then you're a Todd. They're 100% is ill. I agree 150,000% and I'm not a tinfoil hat wearing person that there are other beings in the universe. There most definitely is. We're not the only ones. Now, can they get here? I don't know. 60 Minutes did a piece on this. They talked to this guy. His name is Louis Elizondo or something like that. I don't know how to say his name. I can't read fucking Spanish. So... Here's, here's more on whether or not UFOs are real. The mission of ATIP was quite simple. It was to collect and analyze information involving anomalous uh, aerial vehicles. Uh, what I guess in the vernacular, you, you call them UFOs. We call them UAPs. UAPs, they're real. Listen, l listen here. Let me see if I can find this audio cut that I have. Earlier this week, the Pentagon confirmed that there was a UFO that crashed into the water. Splash, splash. A UFO splashed down into the water and the Pentagon has confirmed that it was in fact a UFO and that they are investigating and they're trying to figure out what it is. Here's more from the 60 minute interview. Wait, no, that's not from the 60-minute interview. That's clearly the theme song to fucking X-Files. I'm not telling you that, that it doesn't sound wacky. What I'm telling you, it's real. The question is, what is it? What are its intentions? What are its capabilities? This is a guy that, that was in charge for 10 years, and he might still be in charge, of the, the top-secret UFO section of, of the military to figure out whether or not UFOs are real or not. And they're fucking real. We know they are. Here's more. Imagine a technology that can do six to 700 G-forces, that can fly at 13,000 miles an hour, that uh, it can evade radar, and that can fly through air and water and possibly space. And oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. That's precisely what we're seeing. That's what, listen to what this guy's saying. He is saying that over the past 10 years, since 2001, this guy, um, Louis, I don't know how to say his last name, all right? Louis Elizon, we'll just say, that, that he has been in charge of a task force to look into UFOs over the past 10 years, and they are seeing them. They, they, can't, they can't figure out where they're coming from. They, they're, but what they are saying is that they're not from Earth. They're saying that they're not from this galaxy. He continues. In some cases, there are, are simple explanations for what people are witnessing. But there are some that, that are not. 
We're not just simply jumping to a conclusion that's saying, oh, that's a UAP out there. We're going through our due diligence. Is it some sort of new type of cruise missile technology that China has developed? Is it some sort of high altitude balloon that's conducting reconnaissance? Ultimately, when you have exhausted all those what ifs and you're still left with with the fact that this is in our airspace and it's real, that's when it becomes compelling and that's when it becomes problematic. Exactly. What he's saying is anytime they see a UFO or whatever the hell they call them, let, let's see if we can find the, the end of the cut where what he says they call it's them. In the vernacular, you, you call them UFOs. We call them UAPs. UAPs, UFOs, UAPs is what they call them. And what he's saying is every time one of them goes up or when they see when they investigate and they say, okay, look, it's not from China. It's not from Russia. It's, it's not coming from England. It's not coming from Canada. It's not, it's not Oz. It's not Elon Musk. We don't know what it is. And they've compiled hundreds of them over the past 10 years. And now they're admitting that there are, in fact, UFOs. They don't know where they're coming from. They don't know who these, um, uh, you know, <laughs> they don't know. And I truly believe, I truly believe that there are aliens out there. I truly believe that we're not alone. And I know it sounds goofy, and, and I'm not one, and I don't think that aliens are green fucking people that are gonna come and take over the world. All I'm saying is, I think that you'd be a moron not to think that there were aliens up there. What explains these flying objects? I sound like Art Bell from Coast to Coast. All I'm saying is, I believe in aliens. There has to be. There's gotta be life on another planet. There must be. There must be life on another galaxy, somewhere else. There has to be. We can't be the only beings. In the universe, us. What makes us so unique? I don't. I don't. I listen. I don't have anything, to, <clears throat> an explanation on it. All I'm saying is, if the government is now confirming that there are UFOs and that there are flying unidentified flying objects that they don't know what they are, they're not coming from another country. <clears throat> they can't confirm where they're coming from. Not from the United States. Not from China. Not from uh, <clears throat> Canada. Not from Russia. Not from um, England. Not from Elon Musk, not, not from uh, uh, Jeff Bezos. And they must be coming from space. And if we can put things into space, there has to be another civilization out there that can put things into space and come here. Now, why haven't they joined us? Why haven't they been among us? Or maybe they are among us. Maybe Joe Biden's a fucking alien. I don't know. I'm not a kook about it. <clears throat> I just look and I say, you know what? They're probably real. I'm not kooky. I'm, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I don't think they, I don't, and honestly, I don't look, they think they have big ass eyes and, you know, they're like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And I have no clue why, listen, they may already be amongst us. It might be like men in black. They may be here hanging out and we don't even realize it. I don't know what the deal is, but so what you're telling me is that UFOs, unidentified flying objects, are real. The government has already stated for the record that they're real. I'm not telling you that. The United States government is telling you that. The U.S. government has stated that UFOs are real, so much so that the U.S. Senate is asking for a report on UFOs and they want it next month. They want the intelligence that we're not getting. They want to know what's in Area 51 51 they want to know what fell into the ocean some months ago or two years ago they want a report 
and they want the truth. And maybe they'll find nothing. I don't know. Maybe they'll make something up. No clue. But it's very interesting. And, and I think, personally, if you look at our society and you look what we, are, we, are, we were able to do, and no matter how you believe we came about, maybe we came about God, Adam and Eve, right? I, Eve, they pulled it. The, the Adam, they, they took out Adam's rib and boom, there was his wife. Maybe that's how you believe we started. Maybe you believe we started from the Big Bang. Boom, Big Bang hit and then, you know, chromosomes or uh, cells started mixing together and, you know, we were fucking amoeba and, like, and then, boom, we were apes and then from apes we were, you know, uh, what, are, what are these things? You're a Cro-Magnum man and you were a caveman and you evolved. Well, certainly that would have happened somewhere else. Far, far away in a different galaxy, as Star Wars would say, but I definitely don't think we're alone. And I, I honestly, I, I, would, I would think it's easier to believe that we're not alone than it is to believe that we are. So All right, what guys. you're telling me is that UFOs, unidentified flying objects, are real. The government has already stated for the record that they're real. I'm not telling you that. The United States government is telling you that. All right, guys. That's going to do it for Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Do me a favor. If you like the podcast, share it with someone. Pass it along. I do it on Facebook. I do it on Instagram. But most importantly, I do the recording and I upload it to a podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, no, it's not Radio.com anymore. I mess that up every time. It's Odyssey. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Massachusetts is open in about a week or so, or uh, maybe two weeks, two weekends from now. Boston, we'll be back open. God bless. God bless America. Please share the podcast.